BRB podcast with your host Ben on the mic. Becca on the mic. And Rob here, you know, doing his thing, living his life. We all doing that. We all doing it. All doing it. Speaking in the third person. Ben appreciates when you do that. So does Rebecca. It's creepy. All right. So, oh, no. (laughs) Hi, kitty. We got the kitty on the mic. So, first topic in order is... um, New Biden administration. And Um, new orders. Um, Rob, I guess. What do we know about it? What do we know? Uh, We know that one of the major ones is that we're re-entering the Paris Climate Accord effective immediately i think so did he did he sign that did he signed that yeah oh that's sick and then also, that's excellent yeah that's that's a great thing for the environment so i give him credit where credit's due on that one and then also i think another one was dealing with uh racial equity issues they, they kind of were non-specific but they're basically just trying to like uh break barriers that um people of color have as in terms of like affordable housing in terms of like education and like uh, income in general transgender rights transgender right this non-discrimination yeah laws for lgbt yeah I know, I know that um that he totally undid what 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 trump was doing to um make it where like uh they couldn't use what bathroom they wanted again and it was uh becoming a problem yeah they had to use the the bathroom of the assigned sex again and and even though yeah they don't i mean if you look at anybody who who is trans who has transitioned like they always usually like look like the gender they identify well even that but for but, but for kids now too for schools they're allowing that which is good i mean yeah. like i don't think it matters i think no, that's awesome yeah, yeah he signed that um into fruition though yeah so I, that's, that's cool. kind of why i'm I, i'm annoyed with target because they have like that they have a f- family uh restrooms and they don't have all gender ones and it's because people had such a backlash to the really to the is gen- that, yeah is that what? that's real yeah Wow, so, I thought they were just trying to be inclusive, but here they are, like, the, being The back- opposite, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like, inclusive, but, like, in a backhanded way. Yeah, basically. So, what about this net neutrality thing going on? Well, I mean, net neutrality is just kind of, like, basically it was monetizing and, like, it was privatizing the internet, and it was just making it to where there were high-speed lanes and, and low-speed lanes, and you had to pay more money for a better service whereas i mean uh biden's administration just uh um appointed jessica rosen morsel rosen morsel i can't pronounce her name <laughs> um as acting fcc chair so basically she's replacing a jeep pie who instated the net neutral or got rid of net neutrality um so I guess she's a staunch net neutrality supporter and wants like federal subsidies for um, oh, wow. the internet. So I mean, I have the article here. I want to read the specific quote. Go but, for it. Um, yeah, go for it. 
Um, if you can find it. <laughs> yeah, we have a few minutes for that. <laughs> we have a few minutes for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it would allow people to stay updated on current events, and I mean, it would it would allow for for schools across the board to get access to internet, right, Dave? Yeah, basically, it's saying that. Um, God, where did it go? <laughs> it's so annoying. Uh, <laughs> Starks has demonstrated and recently affirmed his commitment to digital equity through net neutrality in Title II um, to ensure children have the access they need for online learning. The pandemic has underscored the reality that internet access is a clear equity issue. Failing to meet this fact with policy will leave black people behind. So just in general, people who are like socioeconomically disadvantaged don't have the same sort of access to internet and I can attest to that because growing up I didn't have like high speed broadband kind of no like, neither you know, did I like I had like dial up shitty <laughs> like, yeah you, you answer the, the bear, you, yeah. you answer the phone and all of a sudden the dial internet's up. cut up yeah dude I'm I, had, I grew up with dial up yeah, I was That's, gonna say I'm not even that old I can't I can't relate <laughs> lucky you well the internet's dial come up. a far away and I think with uh, her as FCC chairman giving federal subsidies to things like that and making remember it those like remember utility. those phones that your parents would hang on the wall and they would have like one of those t- twisty cords. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. They'd always get fucking tangled. They'd always get fucking tangled. That was annoying. The wall phones. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember those. I had. A, I always had a, like a home phone, like the ones in the port. Oh no, we had a wall oh, phone straight wow. up. Yeah, Sam. Wow. <laughs> I didn't get a phone until I was 13 years old. Would it change that for a lot of kids? I think, uh, I mean, I know when Obama was in office, he was, like, trying to make um, uh, phone access, like, a priority. Like, did you ever see people with, like, those Obama phone, um, like, stands? Like, you could basically apply for it the way you'd apply for food stamps. It, all, like, all you need is an EBT card, and you no, can get it. No, I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. that was a thing Free for phone a service. Free phone service, yeah. Wait, I, I've heard about that, actually, a, a program for homeless just, people where they can get phones. I don't know if that's the same thing. I think they, or if, I think they do, like... They extend that... I believe to other people as well. Which is cool. I mean, that's one thing, like, I think is pretty cool. So, um, we're gonna (laughs) tell a story. (laughs) Story time. Who wants to start? Alright, I'm gonna start. Okay. There once was a man named Daniel and Daniel liked to bake exotic cakes. Okay. Well, this Daniel guy, he also had a an affinity for um, very nice leather. And after one day having a stroke and surviving it miraculously. <laughs> He decided to become a doctor. Um, a foot doctor, a podiatrist, actually. He <laughs> loved feet, and it's... <laughs> it's kind of gross. Kind of weird, but that's his <laughs> thing. And uh, anyway, he pursued that, and he got his degree. And then um, after that, after he got his degree and he became a foot doctor, he then um, got so 
engrossed in the feet that he had to start cooking cakes with feet in them. It was like Sweeney Todd, but with feet. And he was on WikiFeet and he uploaded all the photos and of all these disgusting ass cakes. Oh god. <laughs> oh god, that was like the worst story ever. Like <laughs> Daniel was a mentally disturbed person, clearly, so. Obviously. Um Let's try another one. Alright. Mad lib this shit. Once upon a time, there is a young boy named Garlorth, Lord of Doom. Why does why is he always named Garlorth, Lord of Doom? Because that's my character. I don't know. <laughs> that's his like, thing. That's your guys' thing. You guys answer that. Okay. Um, Garlorth, Lord of Doom. Always felt like he had a good side to him, but nobody ever saw it. They only saw the bad. Garlorth said to himself quite often, Everyone thinks I'm destroyer of the world, but not creator of worlds. And that really struck a T, rhythm, struck a chord. And that would be because he doesn't want to tear people apart and eat their rotting flesh. He wants to bring people together like the human centipede. This I, I'm, speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Dude, th- there's... Ben's always just trying to up the ante. It's, <laughs> <isn't even> like... <laughs> It's just like, if you're not like a little bit queasy afterwards, he's not accomplished his goal. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you fucking get your song ready? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're at about that time. No, we're not. We have to account for an outro. Oh, yeah. I didn't account for that. You were correct. All right, wait. So. Don't start it yet. Don't start it yet. Okay, so little background. Um, we'll be right back and we'll explain to you what this is when we're back. Um, throwing pebbles at your door to see if you'd ignore it. Tap into your motherboard to fire off endorphins. Fill your fork when we're sitting on your porch. It's metamorphosis the way that it's growing. I'm bugging. So metaphoric the way that it's going. I love it. Like a glove that's way too tight to take off. Or like a jacket when I forgot to change my uniform. You're my comfort like a cigarette in rain. Coffee in the morning, all juice and champagne. I'm feeling fancy like a fine dining experience. Little wine, a little time, we could recreate Genesis. Uh, I'm just messing, kid. We can do whatever. When the world is in your court, you could ollie up the letter. But you and I together, it will line all the lines. Angel in the sky, play your heart just to hear you sing like. I feel the heat come off the ground sometimes. I know you around me when I see sunshine. Your shoulders cold whenever you walk by You keep me tortured, I just wish you were mine Dehydration, won't you stay long when you come back tonight Won't call this love, I'll call you back when I come back to life Lonesome night so long, mind on my cell phone My glass is half full, wishing I could have you I love you like a feather, can we come down together? Stay inside our heads until tomorrow never comes Can we jump above the one and hang the tempest two months a year? And I don't have no fear when 
and I'm living in your ear Love the way you disappear my own Love the way you trust the wind to steer I just love it when you look in the mirror It's just love when it's finally here Oh, how could you do this? My heart was away Oh, I'm falling, I'm falling, can't handle the pain Oh, writing these songs left you out in the rain This my heart was away. I'm thirsty, oh so thirsty. I'm thirsty, oh so thirsty. I'm thirsty, oh so thirsty. He's been killing me, he's pulling out the worst of me. My voice itself sounds like shit. It's like, we back. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rob, you want to tell everyone about that song? Uh, That song. (laughs) That was so loud on the music. Called "Thirsty" by Bleak Boy, um, featuring Mason Marsh. AKA um, him. AKA Bleak me. Boy is AKA him. And then my <laughs> friend uh, Mason from the Rays Jam, who so happens to rap as well. And uh, yeah, no, go, you can go stream it on Spotify, Apple Music. There's a YouTube link somewhere. <laughs> um, you can listen to it wherever. Um, and um, when, when we, because all three of us post about the shows, and when we do, we'll include links as needed exactly that we that we can't if we, they will remember you know uh, my instagram handle if you're interested in following me for any updates on bleak boy and uh there should be some upcoming music um but basically my um handle is uh nostalgic end it's three yeah, I think so. Nostalgic. Yeah, just double check that. It's underscore end, right? Yeah, I think it's nostalgic underscore end three. Something yeah, like that. but that that has a direct link to my um, my Spotify and all my different links. Yeah, it's nostalgic underscore end three. And he in that song he was both singing and playing guitar. Folks, keep that in mind. I guess that's something to consider, according to Ben. Yeah, well, I'm mean, <laughs> just kidding. No, I know. He's just maybe, pumping me up. No, you're. Oh, my God. He's building me Everybody's up. just pumping you up, but you're really good. Like, I mean, like, that's your perspective on it, at least. Like, you say that a lot of people are just pumping you up, but it's the, the truth. You're really good. Well, thank you. I, I like to think that there's something, there's something of value there for people. I just want to 
see it's it come to fruition and build and grow. What music platform? Though I'm sorry. Go ahead, Becca. I was gonna say it's great that you're humble, though. Like keep like stay humble, but also like learn to accept that praise. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm finding the. Fi- it's a fine line. Yeah. Um. What What a music platforms are you on these days? I'm on Spotify. I am on. Um, Apple Music. I'm also on. You're on Prime too. Amazon Prime, um, YouTube. Uh, what else? There's another one. Oh, Submit Hub. If you guys use Submit Hub, you can always listen to um, new and upcoming artists that are on there. I've heard a lot of good music on there actually, and um, found different playlists and stuff through it. So if you're ever in need of new music and are looking for new artists in particular, I suggest going on Submit Hub. Shout out to Submit Hub, guys. Right. Sponsor us. What, what is it? SubmitHub.com? Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. SubmitHub.com. All right. You want to explain what that is, though? Yeah. Really why, don't, why don't you do oh, that? Submit Hub is basically just like a forum or like a place where... Who the fuck is calling me right now? Yeah. Oh, my. Let's answer it. I want to yeah. see what this spam call is. Hello? They just hung up. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, boop, boop, boop. Dude, all they do is interrupt me in the middle of my shit. And in the throw middle me of our off. podcast, dude, they're like. We all know who's doing it, though. Like, let's give him, let's, boop, let's. Let's give them the joy of saying that we get joy out of trolling the people they call us. So Yeah. Very. It's fun. Entertaining. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> what? It's Very sad. odd terminology. Well, I guess. I mean, cute as like, like as a poor, pathetic excuse. Oh. I see. Like well, the poor, okay. pathetic excuse kind of cute. Yeah. There's a shit ton of scam callers. I just ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. But what I was saying is Submit Hub is basically a forum where artists can upload their music and then submit that to curators like um like playlist uh curators or um influencers, influencers like social media influencers, Instagrammers, TikTokers or whatever. Um or record labels, small time labels to big labels, you name it. But um it's a great place if you're an artist looking to um, get your music out and to distribute it and do it at like next to no money. I mean, obviously, it's a few. It's not that. It, like, I was pretty surprised at how like cost effective it is to do, um, as in comparison to like advertising on social media. Social media advertising is expensive and it hardly gets the results I think that people want. Um, finding these curators and these like influencers and they're able to put you on playlists and like they can get you organic views exactly yeah and organic subscriptions yeah yeah not just bots or people who are going to listen once or twice and then unadd it yeah so So let's talk about the weekend's face what the fuck (laughs) sorry but i'm gonna look up and see if there's any new developments on that because I know I saw, look, everywhere I saw was pointing to the fact that he actually got surgery. And then I found one article that showed um, a post from a prosthetics company that took credit for his prosthetics on his face. 
but that it was one it was one versus all of the others that were saying it was real so i have to like look up right now because he looked like a freak i mean like what the hell that does not look normal it looked like something from american horror story dude i i thought to myself like he already he already wasn't the most flattering looking guy okay i mean he's all right looking and then he like morphed his face into that, and I was like, "Oh my god, dude, you're never going to get laid again. You're never, gonna, you're never, <laughs> never gonna be seeing with that one. again. You are never being with anyone ever again. Never seeing <laughs> I that. I don't know. I don't know what kind of person is into like. I don't even know how to describe it. It was just so like his face was just puffed out and like accentuated, and he kind of looked like uh, sexy Squidward. You know, like the, oh yeah, the, the handsome Squidward. Squidward yeah. yeah, he. The, it uh, looks so real, though. I know it looks like a hundred percent real. It looks like so like a hornet just both into both his cheeks, and then it just swelled up beyond recognition, beyond like facial. And he was just like, "Oh, I like that Botox, Botox." <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! Terrifying. Like, imagine if you ran oh into that God. face in an alleyway. I'd be like, bro, I'd shit my pants. Just the face. You just mean, the, like, like just hovering. Hovering face. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the regular show. God, terrifying. Oh, th- they actually have an episode of something where it's like a bearded, the bearded oh, man. Oh, it's a video with, game? With the legs. Oh, oh because of the video game? I yeah. remember that was a good episode. I like the regular show, folks. Yeah the regular show. All right, so we have a commercial for you. Um and uh so we'll be right back. In a world where Ben is the narrator and a pandemic is raging all the while. You're cute, Ben. In a theater near you. Contagion. Contagion. 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not again. So, J- Jared Leto's... Oh my god, dude. Jared Leto's a fucking cult-like leader. Dude, He's what? A, J- what was that guy's name that, um... Who, like, mass-suicided his followers or whatever. His name was, like, Jim Jones. Oh, my God, dude. I fucking heard about that guy. Yeah. No, he's... It's, oh. It's, it kind of reminds me of that, where people pay... I don't know. Basically, he has a pretty diehard following and fan base, whether it's through his acting or through his, um, his band. And I think he found a way to capitalize on that by just making Literally. this island in Croatia... Or, like, he owns an island in Croatia where, basically, he hosts this event where you can pay anywhere from, like, a grand, like, $1,500 to go there up to, like, ten grand, And it just, like, it has varying features and like different... Like, package, vacation packages. Packages and stuff like that. Like, a, like, an arts and craft package. There's, like, a meditation and retreat package. There's, like, a stargazing package. Where you get to package. hang out with... Where, yeah, Jared where you get to hang Leto. out with Jared Leto and you get to... Um, be enlightened or whatever, and then also he yeah, has his, his fucking groupies. band play there. Disgusting spiritual mountaintop, dude. And literally, all these cults are just like they always revolve around sex. I, I have a hundred percent sure he's taking advantage of being like oh, a completely. cult figure. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like into kids. 
I don't know about the kids. I, I, I'm just kidding. I definitely think do not, like do not, <laughs> yeah. not quote me on that. But I do know, I do know that he has a lot of um, what allegations against him. Kind of like soliciting um, nudes from younger. That's what I'm saying. Girls yeah. like from the ages of 18 and 25. Some that are like just barely legal or. That's what I'm saying. So like, the, it's t- a, there's a fine line. And he's like significantly older. He's like in his forties, like maybe yeah, like yeah, it's bad now. Late forties. He's, he's, he's too old to be doing that now. Yeah, and I've never seen a more narcissistic person. Like if you've ever watched his interviews, he is so full of himself, and he like you can tell he annoys his co-hosts. Like anybody he's ever been in a movie with, they always just like have like not disparaging things to say about Jared Leto, but just kind of like. Dude, that guy was weird. I never met Jared Leto. Like, Will Smith said, like, when he went, like, on Suicide Squad, he's like, I never formally met Jared Leto. I only ever knew him as the Joker. He only would ever come in character. He was such a method actor that he wouldn't have a conversation with me, let alone introduce himself to me. And he literally sent me, um, what did he say? He sent him used condoms. What? As the Joker. He said that? Yeah, he's like, yeah, he totally sent, like, What the fuck? That's some weird shit. Weird shit, dude. And not only that, but I guess he brought in, like, like, a dead pig once on, like, the set, like, just to, he didn't come in, he had some henchmen come in with a dead pig and just, like, slam it on the table, and it had a note that said it was from the Joker. Like, this dude is probably just... (laughs) That's, he just sounds like he's on a bunch of drugs, to be honest with you. That's exactly what that sounds like. Yeah. I no, mean, it sounds like he's just recreationally and, and abusing different narcotics and doing stupid shit. I don't know. And, and, and excusing cults. it as, as method acting. Like, you could just say anything's method acting. You could shit in your hand and be like, I'm doing it for a roll. It's like, dude, no, you're not. You're literally just shitting in your hand. I don't think anything productive has come about. God, that was like I'm going to piss graphic. in this cup and drink it because that's what my character is going to do in this movie. <laughs> Did you hear that Shia LaBeouf, like, uh, allegedly, like, shot a dog, to, uh, like, because he was method acting? Like what? <laughs> That's what? Not funny. It's not funny. No, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, I because there are allegations that surface about him being abusive and like an alcoholic and oh, an alcoholic too. Yeah, oh, and basically she, she said that like his ex said that for preparing for a role, one day he came home and was like, like he drove two or three hours like out of the way to find like an alley with random like stray dogs and shot him shot them that is so messed up I can't even like it makes me want to barf it does make me want to barf too that I was so disappointed because I like Shia that real? I don't know what's real I can look it up right now I just know that it, that was like a, a literal quote from her I mean it's her testimony it's a he said she said thing but yeah. he admitted to being abusive and an alcoholic in his statement so he didn't he didn't admit to the dog thing I don't think he would ever do that just because it's incriminating as fuck, you go to jail for that. Well, he's been blackballed because of this whole thing. Yeah, totally from the industry. But here, let me find it. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I was super disappointed because, like, he seemed to be more or less, he might have been, like, a douche, but in, like, a Chad sort of way where he was still, like, tolerable. Like, his movies were good and, like, his, he, on social activism, he was, he seemed like, not new movie. Um, he seemed to be on the right side of things, but I did not know he was like 
FKA Twigs sues Shia LaBeouf citing relentless abusive relationship. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find. No, I don't want to log in. New oh York Times. God. You fucking. You have so much money. You won't let me just read your article. Uh, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf hurts women. States the lawsuit. He uses them. He abuses them both physically and mentally. He is dangerous. The lawsuit lays out a slew of horrific allegations, painting a lurid picture of LaBeouf, an artistically outlandish artist. Blah blah blah. Um, let's see. Anything about him hurting dogs? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Not when filming uh, the tax collector, LaBeouf got so into character, according to the lawsuit, he took on the role of a gangster in real life and claimed to drive around Los Angeles shooting stray dogs dead so that he could get into the mindset of a killer. Barnett, an animal lover, was profoundly disturbed and terrified. Are you fucking serious? That's So it is a thing. Wow. That's... I, I, I thought you had... Whoa, LaBeouf also demanded she slept naked and forced her to watch documentaries about murdering women before going to bed, per the public filing. LaBeouf LaBeouf was apparently paranoid and suffered recurring delusions about gang members breaking into his home, so he slept with a loaded rifle at their bedside, but insisted on keeping the front door unlocked. Uh, what? What? Barnett, feeling trapped in their shared bed, fearful he might accidentally shoot her if she stood up, but often text friends in the middle of the night to devise an escape plan. It's pretty gnarly, dude. I hadn't read more about the details. I just knew there was a lawsuit, but yeah, that's... That is, like... Twisted. I'm literally speechless right now. I, I, you know, I never really liked him as an actor, to be honest with you. I, I was kind of, like, meh about him. Like, I never really had a thought, a second thought. But, like, now I hate him. Like, and I don't even know if if that stuff is like one hundred percent true. Yeah. But I know he he had a statement where he kind of acknowledged he was an alcoholic and abusive. Yeah, but he definitely would not admit that he went to any of those things. Yeah. extremes. Let's be real. All right. So on that note, we're gonna close off. I'd like to thank my co-hosts Becca and Robert and Ben. <laughs> Um, we're going to segue out with thanks to Ove's Records, good buddy, excellent producer concept, um, all the hard workers at Public Works, my family, and all my friends, all the supporters, all the listeners. We want you to call in. Call in. We have a thing on our, um, on our podcast where you can leave a voice message and we'll play it on the podcast. So if you're listening, you can do that. I want you to do that. Yeah, that, that, we would love to feature you guys. Yeah, so. even if it's a song, that yeah. just uh, yeah. All right, dinner out. <laughs>